friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having an absolutely blessed, awesome day today, as always. Continuing to get the truth out there, continuing to encourage everyone, and be sure to forward our show. And also check out the email links or the article links that we have on the website as well, so you can stay up on all the topics and news and health off topics that we continually bring up on a daily basis here at healthmasters.com. And be sure if you guys need anything, check out the product of the week, healthmasters.com. I told you guys yesterday, the HGH Stimulate on sale right now. It's product of the week, incredibly good product. Be sure to check it out. Very effective, helps out tremendously with blood flow, endurance, energy and a host of other things great for circulation as well as a very good vasodilator healthmasters.com with the hh stimulate be sure to check it out also too if you need anything as far as keeping healthy feel free to give us a call we also have the basic healthy lifestyle kit on sale and also the new kit the mood booster stack very simple but yet very effective the b complex 5 htp and ultra omega formula on sale right now in that kit so be sure to check it out and other than that, how are you doing this morning, Dad? Uh, Austin, I'm doing absolutely wonderful as always. I mean, this is the day the Lord hath made, and I will rejoice, and I will be glad in it, regardless of what's going on in the world. And I had a good prayer time this morning. I got to pray for you folks, and I just want you to know something. I love you. I love you, and I appreciate you deeply. And you guys have been there for me for many, many, many years. Some of you have been customers for close to 40 years. Others have been customers for 30 and 20 and 10 and 5. And some of you have just started getting your supplements and your toothpaste and your deodorant from Health Masters. And if it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be here. That's why it's my honor and my privilege and my responsibility and duty as your brother in Christ. I pray for you every single day. Even if you don't buy stuff from us, I still pray for you every single day if you listen to this show. Because I want you to be blessed in everything that you do. I want you to be blessed coming in. I want you to be blessed going out. I station angels all around you every day. I plead the blood of Christ over you all of the time. And I put a hedge of thorns around you guys. And I want you to know something. I'm blessed to know you. You guys have been so supportive with me for the last eight, nine months since Sharon has passed. And you guys have written me so many beautiful, beautiful emails at AskDrTedB at Yahoo.com that I'm humbled by that. And I want you to know that I'm really appreciative of the fact that I've built such a rapport with so many of you. And I know you so well now online. And I'm actually looking forward to meeting a lot of you. I know one of our listeners was, probably, was planning on coming here this week. I haven't seen him yet. I've not heard back from him. So I'm hoping he can, hopefully he can make it okay. But the reality is, is that you know we're all in this together. And this Kabbalist Luciferian scum that runs this planet that was put into place basically by the fallen angels. You know, we're going to talk about that with angel wars uh, is basically still doing what they do. And they're never going to stop doing what they do until Christ returns. Uh, this is a giant proving ground, so to speak, for us as far as who we are in Christ and who we are with God and what we're going to do for all eternity is being determined as we speak. Just always remember that. Learn to love one another and treat one another with kindness and just be, be good with each other. And just be patient with each other. It's very important that we do that and then we walk in love. We have a black commentator now, and, you know, and he's basically coming up saying that you – know, the, the, I'll, I'll read it to you. Following the backlash directed towards CNN, a piece that claimed using memes of black people's reactions to this digital blackface, commentator Jason Whitlock, who's black, argued that the media is desperately trying to cover up a surge in anti-white racism by inventing new forms of anti-black racism. He's absolutely right. Appearing on Tucker Carlson tonight, Wicklock stated, "There are just not enough. There's just not enough racism, so they're inventing new forms of racism." The next thing CNN will be telling us is about digital lynching. 
And digital lynching is when someone criticizes Barack Obama or Michelle Obama or Stacey Abrams or Kamala Harris, and they'll have a digital slavery. And that will be when Trump returns to Twitter and someone like Trump tweet this digital slavery will continue. And there will be systemic digital racism. And that is when Elon Musk purchased Twitter and quit shadow banning conservatives. That is systemic digital racism, he added. They got to come up with this stuff because they're hiding from the fact they are trying to cover the fact that while anti-black racism has decreased in America and everybody can see it, anti-white racism has increased in America. And anybody that does not have their head in the sand buried can see that would like further asserted. And so they are covering up the fact that anti-white racism is out of control. The president's doing it. Everybody over social media is doing it, and they want to hide from it by creating digital blackface, Whitlock concluded, adding, it's a joke. Tucker, it is a scam. Wow. I could not have said that at all any better than he just did. Bravo, bravo. That was a phenomenal dialogue, monologue you know, with Tucker Carlson, and I'm still to this point not understanding why they allow Tucker Carlson to do this. Unless he's been picked as the person who's going to create the yin to the yang, and he's going to be the person that's going to continue to promote our agenda so they can maintain the narrative that you know they're telling us what they're going to do to us. Because remember, that's lesser or white magic. When they tell you what they're going to do, when they tell you they're going to digitally enslave you, when they tell you you're going to basically create a beast system in which you can't buy or sell unless you have the mark of the beast, when they tell you they're going to do it and you don't resist it, you don't say no, you capitulate. And somehow on the other side of the veil, apparently these are the rules that were laid out when Angel Wars came to an end. When Lucifer was put back on this planet with his fallen angels, we'll talk about this in depth. Uh, this rule basically is they have to tell you what they're going to do to you. And if they don't tell you, then there's probably H-E double sticks to pay on the other side of the veil when this thing comes to a screech and halt. So they've got to get you to comply with their junk. Isn't that funny how you had to sign for the COVID shot? You had to agree to take the COVID shot as an experimental vaccine without even knowing what was in it. You had to put your name on a piece of paper. Was this kind of blood oath that you had to take to say, okay, I comply with this. I'm going to do this no matter what I'm going to do this because I have to do this. You were forced into it by losing your jobs or whatever. It's sad. I mean, but, but when you really see what they've done and how they're doing it, it really makes you understand what a mess this planet is. And that the only hope that we have is through Christ Jesus. By the way, hundreds of Minnesota residents are now evacuated as another 40-car train containing hazardous material, including ethanol, probably going to be used for fuel, derails and bursts in the flames. As Pete Boutique says, he's watching closely. Of course, he is as he does nothing. The BNSF train was carrying a mixed freight of both ethanol and corn syrup when it derailed and set ablaze. Secretary of Transportation Pete Boutique has confirmed that he is watching the situation closely. It comes after the state of Ohio announced that they were suing the Norfolk Southern Railroad Company after derailment in East Palestine. Residents have been evacuated after the 40-car train carrying hazardous substances derailed and caught fire in the early hours. Locals in Raymond, Minnesota, were forced out of their properties after the freight train careened off the tracks and right around 1 a.m. Thursday morning. The Burlington Northern Santa Fe train was carrying ethanol and corn syrup without about 14 of the carriages, which didn't spark the fire. You know, ethanol is extremely flammable. And uh, because you see that all the time when you go into a restaurant and they're using some type of high level ethanol as far as some type of alcohol to drink. And they basically pour it on the food and they light it up and it just bursts into flames and you see the flaming pancakes come walking out. Or you see them do this with, you know, with the Alaska, you know, the, the, the flaming Alaska, the, you know, Alaska, whatever that's called. It's called the, the, the baked Alaska. They do all this stuff all the time with different types of food and different types of alcohols. So, guys, it's important that we understand that our rail system in this country is failing, and it's failing badly, and it's failing quickly. This reminds me so much 
of the books and the movie Atlas Shrugged. It's a three-part movie that was actually very, very well done in which the top people in the, in the railroad industry were being replaced by government bureaucrats, and they couldn't keep the trains running. They couldn't keep them from colliding. They couldn't, do, they couldn't maintain anything. And then the, man, the main character of the movie develops a type of rail that is a type of steel that basically doesn't ever really wear, and they can build all types of structures with huge spans by using his steel, and they want to take away his rights to produce his own product. And he runs the railroads, and what ends up happening is he just he finally just flakes out, says I'm done, I've had enough of it. You know, I'm going through an interdimensional portal somewhere else. I've had enough of these nuts. And and so if you watch the movies, it really really gets your attention because you watch the same thing happening now with the rail system in the United States. The rail system in our country, most of it's over a hundred years old. Now it's been updated and modernized over the periods, you know, over the past, I guess, 150 years. But the reality is, some of the stuff is very old and very antiquated, and a lot of the cars that are being used to transport are very old, very antiquated, and not being maintained properly. And so, what ends up happening is you have these situations now where we're starting to see these train derailments everywhere. Now, mind you, this stuff happened a lot before we were told about it, before it made news. You know, when they had that one thing happen there, you know, in East Palestine and they had this huge explosion and the idiot who was put in charge decided to burn it and do all the crazy things that she did. This is now the group, like I said, with Atlas Shrugged that has been moved up to basically political correctness. That's all I can say that they're not capable of running what they're doing and they don't know what they're doing and they're making horrible mistakes. and It's affecting everybody in those areas in which these trains derail. Why don't they just slow the trains down? Wanted to slow them down, not have them go creening off the sides of the tracks. Wanted they start doing rail maintenance on them like they used to do. Now they're blaming it on Donald Trump because apparently he did something with some infrastructure bill or whatever he did. I don't know what he did as far as that is concerned, and I certainly don't think it's his problem because it's only been a couple of years since he was in office, and this is still happening. But the reality is the rail system in the United States, if we as a country are going to continue to use it like in Europe, it needs to be updated and modernized. It really does. I mean, in Europe, in Germany, particularly in Germany, Austria, and Switzerland, it's it's the funniest thing, and you'll watch it with tourists will get there. They say the train's going to get there at twelve o'clock, high noon. We're going to split the, the one into two. When the second hand hits twelve, train's going to stop. It's going to stay there for exactly one minute. At twelve o one, the doors are going to close and it's going to leave. Uh, they're not joking. At twelve o one, the train's doors are going to close and it's going to leave. If you get there at twelve o two, you won't catch the train. I had some friends that basically they were over there traveling with some relatives here a couple of years ago, and they basically didn't realize it was like that. They thought they'd have four or five minutes to load their luggage on or do what they wanted to do, and they just sat there and waited for one of their friends. And all of a sudden, they hopped on, and train doors closed, and boom, that was it. They left their friends behind at the station as they were running to catch the train. That's the way a rail system is supposed to work. It's supposed to work on time, every time. It doesn't do that in the United States. If you take Amtrak, I remember a few years ago, I had Austin had some friends down in, in Miami, and he took Amtrak down there. It said, if they said they're going to pick you up at 1230 to take you to Miami, which is if you take Amtrak, it's just as fast as driving, by the way, because it goes through the back countries of, of Florida. So you're going to pick you up at 1230. You're going to be in Miami at you know, 230, whatever. You may get picked up at 230. You may get picked up at 330. You may not get picked up at all. There's no guarantee that you'll even be on the train. There's no guarantee the train will even show up. That's how bad the failing rail system is in the United States of America. And that's why even though they put billions upon billions of dollars into Amtrak, it still doesn't work properly because the wrong people are in those positions running those infrastructure trains, period. And that's what's happened to us. And that's why even in Germany, they brought all of these Muslims into the country. I'm not picking on Muslims. All right? Just just let you know. 
Somalians and all the rest of them came into Germany. They were supposed to be working at Porsche and BMW and Mercedes and Volkswagen and, you know, and Audi. And they were supposed to be building vehicles and running complex machinery. Nobody bothered to tell them that the average IQ of some of these Somalians is in the 60s and the 50s. And I hate to say that about them. It's just a fact. It just it is what it is. You can look at the IQ scores of nations around the world, and they brought them into the they brought them into Germany to run complex equipment. They couldn't even teach them how to sweep a floor or how to flush a toilet, and they were outside using the bathroom in the bushes. I mean, it, it was it was ridiculous what was going on in Europe. And they finally realized they couldn't keep these people in a position of authority or power because they couldn't run their factories like that. And they had to call a whole bunch of people back that had retired in their fifties and sixties and seventies to come back in and run the machines and run the equipment in Germany because they couldn't get the younger people trained properly in order to do it in many cases because of the IQ scores. They couldn't do it from these other countries. They thought they were going to stop the population decrease in Germany by bringing in huge amounts of immigration and migration, and all they've done now is diluted the population to the point where they can't find trained workers. You say, well, that won't happen in the United States of America. It already has. Look at our medical system in the United States of America, how, how bad it is. How many doctors continue with the genocide of what's happening with these young children with autism? And they continue to inject these children over and over and over and over again. These pediatricians do, causing so many children. Now, one in 32, and it's going to be, you know, they say it's going to be one in two within five years, and almost everybody would buy the 2035, according to Dr. Stephanie Sadef from MIT, because they're injecting them with all these heavy metals and all these contaminants. And we're dropping the IQs, dropping the IQs, dropping the ability of these children to even think because of heavy metal toxicity. And you think, well, it can't be that, Ted. It's something else. <laughs> uh, you, you know, I never thought that. I, I never did. I'm not going to say that I thought I was. I knew something was wrong when they started pushing the 76 vaccines after Reagan passed that back in the 80s. And they started having all these children with all these autistic problems and the infant death rates went through the roof. I knew something was wrong with the vaccines because nothing else had really changed as far as the country itself, as far as the food supply. It was already horrible to start with because of the processing of the foods. And, and that's back what I put together. Back in the 80s, the top 10 foods never to eat, you know, how to lower blood pressure, cholesterol, triglycerides, and blood sugar levels without the use of drugs, how to stay away from pork and high-fat luncheon meats and aspartame and Splenda and, and, and NutraSweet and, and all the rest of it, you know, along with hydrogenated oils and trans fats and shellfish and sugars and high-fructose corn syrup and soy products and chlorine and fluoride and, and alcohol and high-fat dairy products that are not organic and all the things that I talk about. For, to millions and millions of people on thousands of talk shows as a guest to try to help the people in the United States realize that this was population genocide just from the food that the globalists were feeding us. I tried to tell people – I did that for years and years and years and years. Austin, remember, Austin remembers going up on the platform with me. You know, I was following President Bush or Schwarzkopf, and I'd have 40,000 people in attendance. And I'd bring him and his mother out on the platform, Sharon with me out on the platform and introduce them to the crowd before I started speaking. And I would start off my lecture by saying, how many of you want to lower your blood pressure, cholesterol, triglycerides, blood sugar, feel great, burn body fat, get rid of cellulite, and have absolute amazing energy all the days of your life? Let me see your hands. And like literally everybody would raise their hands. And I'd be off to the races, and I'd do a seminar in front of all of those people because I was trying to help them even then to realize that the major food industries and the government and the FDA and all the rest of them – did not have their backs, that they had to be aware of the fact of the poison that was being put into the food supply and avoid it. Now we've got this transgender group that's having this march against everybody, apparently. And, you know, even though this thing happened this, this week with these, this shooting of these poor children, and all of a sudden now this transgender group is so angered because they're being persecuted. What did we think was going to happen when we adulterated the food supply with estrogen? When secondary sexual characteristics occur in utero, and they're not being done properly because we're giving these pregnant women so much estrogen while they're pregnant with a boy, 
What do we think was going to happen? And remember, I've told you this before. I'm going to tell it to you again. All mammals are conceived female, period. It's just how it works. And it's because of the Y chromosome, it kicks in, and then you have the secondary sexual characteristics developed. It goes from a right-brain-dominated female hemisphere of the infant to a left-brain-dominated male hemisphere. It goes from being a clitoris to a, to a penis. It goes from being ovaries to testicles. God is amazing the way he built us and how he did it. It probably has a lot to do with the fact that Eve came out of Adam. I'm going to mention that too. We'll cover that in Angel Wars. But the reality is, is that when that sexual secondary sex characteristics happen, you have a little boy, period. And he ain't a little girl. He's got a Y chromosome. And when you take that Y chromosome and you pump it full of estrogen and you stop proper, proper developing secondary sexual characteristics, this is what you get. So they can continue to worship their hermaphroditic God that they have with this Kabbalah, Luciferian, Zohar nonsense that they practice and preach and push on everybody. This is the problem that we have with the world today is this same group that's been around from the ancient Canaanite religions of the worshiping of Baal and Moloch and Asherah that have come in and done all of this stuff to everybody. And now we're having transgender activists going out and shooting people and thinking it's okay. And now we're going to have a giant transgender you know, activist prayed against straight people. How do they think this is going to end is my question. How do they think that they're going to be able to do this and it's going to be okay? How do they think they can go in and protest against straight people, which are 97% of the population right now, and it's going to be okay? And they want their voices heard when they have gender dysphoria. I mean normally this was treated as a mental condition. And then you see all of these people because of what's happened to them, because of the chemicals in the food supply, this has happened to now. So you, in, a, in a way, and listen to me, you've got to feel sorry for them. How do you know this couldn't happen to you? Your mother may not have known she was eating chicken that was loaded with estrogen when she was pregnant with you. She may not have known that. The same thing could have happened to you because, you know, it could have happened back in the 60s or 70s. You know, when all the stuff was happening and all these different foods were added, being added, all these hormones make them grow faster, bigger and fatter and everything else with chicken, especially. I remember a few years ago, Katie Couric was doing a thing or maybe Geraldo Rivera. I can't remember. Maybe both of them. Uh, they were doing a thing out of Puerto Rico. And they had little boys that had grown the breasts of full grown women who were like two, three years old. Because the food supply of the chicken in Puerto Rico was so contaminated with estrogen that basically it was causing these little boys to develop secondary female sex characteristics at a very young age. So how do you know that all of these other people that are becoming transgenders, their parents haven't done this, their mothers haven't done this to them inadvertently because no one would ever do this to a child on purpose. But this is a problem that we've got. And it's a problem that I don't know how to solve because it's not getting any better because the Kabbalist Luciferian synagogue of Satan group that runs this world wants this. Because it's a, it's, a, it's a form of expression of worship to their snake god. And they're, they're calling it the Trans Day of Vengeance. Even Breitbart's reporting on it. It's set to proceed despite Nashville's transgender school shooting. The transgender – this is, this is crazy. Just I'll, I'll read you part of it. The Trans Day of Vengeance event hosted by a radical transgender activist is set to proceed this weekend despite a transgender school shooting taking the lives of six people, three of them being nine-year-old children. My deepest condolences to the parents. The Trans Radical Activist Network will host an event from March the 31st, April the 2nd in Washington, D.C. Of course, they will do it in Washington, where they will complain about how they are allegedly facing astronomical amounts of hate from the world. Well, maybe if you stopped having transgender story hour, you stopped exposing your genitalia to our three and four and five and six-year-olds, and you stopped acting like this was a normal behavioral pattern, maybe people would be okay and more tolerant of you. Just, just, just a thought. Just a thought that just maybe if you guys thought that maybe how you affect people is not always positive, especially if they're Christians. They don't want to see this. They don't want to see your private parts and being exposed to young children, which is paramount to child abuse and sexual molestation as far as I'm concerned. And you should be arrested for doing that. 
Maybe you need to stop that crap and stop doing it. Stop thinking this is funny and good and all the other rest of it. Maybe you need to realize that. Maybe maybe you need to think that maybe that's why you're being you're being you're being targeted. This time, the time is now. The trans radical activist network said on their website, the trans, non-binary, gender non-conforming, intersex communities are facing astronomical amounts of hate from the world. At least 100 gender affirming care bills have been proposed. I'm going to stop. You guys can read this trash if you want. I'm not even going to give these guys any th- any 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 whatever on this on this show. But this is just what's happening. And then we have in Canada now, we have a male power lifter. <laughs> he, protest, he, protest, he protested Canada's woke gender self-ID laws by saying he's a woman. I love this guy. Then he enters a female contest. Big old boy, big old huge beard. He says, I'm a woman now. He says, I'm going to show you what I can do. Video shows bearded Abby Silverberg calmly approaching a bench in the men's clothing and officially breaking the women's world record. Silverberg protesting the rules of the Canadian powerlifting union, which allow anybody who identifies as a woman to compete in the female category. Silverberg was at the Heroes Classic powerlifting meet in Alberta. This is the moment a male coach, this is the video, claims to be a woman and smashes the female bench press record as a powerlifting competition in Canada. He is, you know, he's doing this as a, as a form of protest. The move, which took place Saturday at the Heroes Classic Tournament in Lethburg, Alberta, was apparently designed to protest rules outlined by the Canadian Powerlifting Union. Silverberg had yet to comment on his decision to enter the contest as a woman. It allows anybody who identifies as a woman to compete in the female category, sparking concerns. Trans women who have gone through male puberty may have a considerable physical advantage, duh, over biological female rivals. The CPU released a trans inclusion policy in February, which was based on guidance from the Canadian Center for Ethics and Sports. Now, let me stop for one second. Back in the 70s, there was a real problem with women from Russia and the Soviet bloc nations that were coming in and competing who were on heavy, heavy, heavy amounts of testosterone. These women looked like men, and they were actually forced to do blood exams, and they were forced to see if they had basically double X chromosomes before they were allowed to compete as women because they look like men and because they didn't want men or women on testosterone supplements competing against other women who weren't, how should I say, enhanced. This is the way it's supposed to be. We're not supposed to be in a situation that you know we're going to sit here and put up with this stuff over and over and over again and allow this to happen. It's just not. And then if you look, 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 look what's going on right now with the Air Force, and this is nuts. Judicial Watch says, records show Air Force's now academy is focused on anti-American, critical race theory, the training of cadets. The academy head ties cadets to racism and social injustice. Wait a minute. Yeah, that's happening now. Judicial Watch announced today it had received over 167 pages of records from the U.S. Department of Defense, which show the U.S. Air Force Academy has made race and gender instruction a top priority in its training of cadets. The records include recommendations that the U.S. Air Force considers behavioral science 362 class, race, gender, and sexuality is a core class, which means everybody has to take it, that all curriculum be reviewed for diversity and inclusion, and that all cadets and staff be educated in specific DNI concept, diversity and inclusion concepts, and skills in order to decrease the incidence of microaggressions and unconscious bias, etc. Judicial Watch obtained the records in a Freedom of Information Act lawsuit on behalf of the Stand Together Against Racism and Radicalism and the Services against the U.S. Department of Defense for Air Force Academy records regarding systemic racism as well as records of critical race theory at the Academy. In the introduction, here is what it says, writes, systemic racism exists in our society. No, it does not. You're forcing it. Identity groups, whether based on race, ethnicity, age, 
gender, sexual orientation, religion, or disability have all experienced less than equal treatment in our nation, both historically and persisting to the present day. Ongoing events across our nation and around the world are a stark reminder that racism and social injustice continues to afflict our society. We must acknowledge that the United States Air Force and we are not immune to these issues, and what happens outside our gates also happens inside of our installation and throughout the cadet wing. We would be naive to think otherwise and negligent to ignore the impact of racism and injustice on our cadets and our permanent party and their families and the entire Air Force community. Okay, now I'm going to stop for a second. I know a lot of you guys are in the Air Force. I know a lot of you guys are macho. I got that. I got it. But the Air Force, it's the highest levels. I want you to watch the interview with, 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 with Kay Briggs. And her, her husband was basically in the Marine Corps. And, you know, and, and he was talking about the cadets and a lot of the homosexuality stuff that goes on in the Marine Corps and also in the Air Force. Very, very important you watch this. And this is something that basically the soldiers, I guess, decided they wanted to start doing years and years and years ago as some of the perverted ones and forcing this type of ideology on these young kids and trying to tell them that certain types of behavior were necessary in order to go up in the ranks. Watch Kay Briggs listen to it. It's like an eight-hour interview. It's worth every single second. She got eviscerated because she did this. And she was talking about the inside secrets of the military. And this video was done back in the 90s or the early 2000s. I can't remember. But it's online still. You can still watch it. It's an eight-hour interview. You can watch the first two or three hours. By the end of the thing, she's exhausted. She's wearing the same outfit. So she did the whole thing in one shoot. And they really pushed it. They should have done that to her. But the reality is, is that she really explains the narrative of the military. And here's what's going to happen. I'm going to just be blunt with you guys. The more we do this with the military, it's going to be like the same thing with the trail of train derailments. You're you're putting people in positions of authority and positions of fighting that they're not biologically equipped for. Now, don't get mad at me. I know there's a lot of really macho girls out there that have never been on testosterone and they like to fight and everything else. I see them all the time when I watch the fighting stuff with the females. I got that. All right. But the reality is, is that the vast majority of women are not like that. And you put them with a 100-pound rucksack, you know, and they only weigh 120, 130, 140 pounds, it's going to be impossible for them to do a 20- or 30-mile hike. It's going to be impossible. They can't do it, much less dig a foxhole and dig into a position and then basically compete with men. Now, they can be just as good as sharpshooters, just shoot just, just, just as good as with rifles. They can do all that. But when it comes to hand-to-hand combat, they're going to be at a distinct disadvantage. The other day, I, I watched this video out of Russia, it went viral or whatever it was, and some woman walked up to some guy at a bar, some big old Russian dude, was mad at him. I don't know who she was. I don't know. The, I don't have any background of the story. And she straight slaps the Russian guy. Well, he slaps her back. She flies 20 feet across the bar, hits her head on a dog on a stool, about breaks her neck, has to shake it off, kind of staggers away. And I thought to myself, wow, 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 wow. And they tell us that women and men can compete in the same sports. They tell us that women and men can compete in the same ring. They tell us that women and men can do all of this stuff. And there's sometimes women can't compete pretty good against men, but not in the vast majority of times. So this, again, is the inversion that they're doing to us as a society. It's the inversion that they're doing to us you know, as a people, as a nation, as Christians, trying to tell us that up is down and down is up and right is wrong and good is bad. It's all part of the Kabbalist, Luciferian, synagogue of Satan, fallen angel strategy to continually to ensnare as many people as they possibly can within the rules of engagement. And guys, it's important that we understand this kingdom that we're living in now, this world, you know, is the God of this age is Lucifer. Yeah, I'm going to go into detail how that happened in angel wars. And that's why he, he took Jesus on the top of the temple mount, the top of the mountain, and said, look at all of these kingdoms. I'll give you all of these because it was his to give. 
because he had been given the authority over all of this stuff. This world is extremely corrupt and extremely evil. That's why we as Christians, we've got to stand as a light. That's why we don't pray in precatory prayers. We don't do what they do. Now, it's time to get angry. I was talking, I saw Ron sent me a you know, text the other day. He says, it's time to get angry. And you know, you know we're pretty angry on the show about what they're doing to us. But I'm still doing it in love. I'm still walking in love. You can be angry, but don't sin in your anger. Don't curse somebody to hell because you don't like what they're doing. Pray that they have an enlightenment, that Jesus Christ comes into their heart, and they're filled with the Holy Spirit, and they change. So many of you have told me in the emails that you've sent me now in the past eight or nine months how much you appreciate the show and how you had fallen away from Christ and you didn't realize what it was to be a Christian. And I talked to you about the blood of Jesus and how it sanctifies you, the power from the blood, and how the same power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. And you go, wow. You brought me back to Christ. You brought me back to a relationship with God. You brought me back to where I needed to be as a Christian, and thank you. And, guys, when you tell me that, it humbles me because it makes me realize that, you know, Austin and I are doing the best we possibly can to do what's right in God's eyes. That's all we can do. But, you know, we've got to understand that the world is not going to get much better. We can have little pockets of resistance like we have right now on our show, and we can try to do everything we possibly can. But until we get rid of the central bank, and the Rothschild, Kabbalist, Luciferian control of the money supply, we ain't going to fix this. Just, just be frank with you. We're not going to fix it. And that's finally what they figured out on Atlas Shrugged. They decided just to leave. They couldn't, they couldn't deal with it anymore. There were too many constraints put into place to prevent them from being prosperous and continuing to do what they needed to do. But guys, listen to me. It's very, very, very important that we all stand our ground and that we all put on that full armor of God and we all dig in. And we go, no, no, and no, we're not going to do this. Don't allow yourself to be compromised by the ways of the world. Don't allow yourself to be promoting this kind of crazy stuff. You know, it's don't allow any of this stuff to happen you know, to who we are. I mean, this, this is so you – know, who we are as, as, Christ, as, as, as in Christ. We've got to understand that. We've got to understand who we are and what we are in Jesus. Does that mean we can't defend ourselves? Absolutely not. Of course we have to defend ourselves. You know, I've had a concealed weapons permit for – Decades, close to 30, 40 years. I've been blessed not to ever have had to discharge my weapon. I, I'm, that's, that's something that was a big goal of mine. I don't ever want to have to do that, you know, as far as having to shoot somebody. I don't want to do that. The best thing for you to do is to avoid certain circumstances and stay away from it. Look at the thing that happened with Kyle Rittenhouse, you know, where he got himself into running around with his AR-15 and with those crazy riots that were going on, you know, a couple of years ago that, you know, they were doing just to kind of just to destroy the country and cause massive amounts of chaos. You, you, you know, you look what happened this week. A gun-toting Texas granny shoots dead an armed robber who tried to hold up her food truck by prying open the closed window to fire shots inside. Kashana Turner, 53, was cooking in her soul food truck at 1 p.m. on Tuesday when a man attempted to hold up the business and fire his weapon at her. The assailant's gun jammed, allowing Turner time to reach for her firearm and shoot several rounds at the criminal. The 23-year-old would-be robber was declared dead on the scene, and Turner was taken to a local hospital for a panic attack. A Texas grandma basically defended herself, you know, and so we have to understand this. If we don't defend ourselves, if we don't stand our ground against this stuff, we're going to become victims. And it happens all the time. You know, when you take your concealed weapons permit class, you're going to find out very quickly how many people are out there that are bad. They're going to warn you. They're going to say these guys are really, really, really bad. You've got to avoid being around certain types of people. And we've told you that more and more and more. Interesting, you know, we think the government's going to take care of us, and, and, and they really aren't. Look what's happening with January the 6th. Look at all the governmental informants. You know, the morning briefing, the American left has grown more violent while the FBI was hunting soccer moms. 
I'm going to repeat that. The, 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 the extreme left has grown more violent while the FBI was hunting soccer moms. <laughs> you know, you know, ever since Joe Biden, his handlers decided to turn the Federal Bureau of Investigation into American Stasi. We've been hearing about the real threat to America coming from the right wing radicals or some such nonsense. The FBI has been targeting soccer moms at school board meetings and pro-lifers who pray outside the abortion clinics. You know, the, the scariest people around us, around us, those who are praying outside of abortion clinics and, and soccer moms who drive in a minivan to haul their kids around all the time. And this guy goes on to say, every time I write about the rogue FBI and his goon squad priorities, I conclude by worrying about what the bureau might be missing in a way of people who might actually commit violence. Thus far in Biden era, it's been a fairly steady stream of leftists who are snapping and killing. The parents at school board meetings have yet to amass a body count. The body count is actually zero. The tragedy in Nashville this week has shed even more light on the continued violent radicalization of the American left. Prior to the shooting of the Covenant School, a trans activist group coordinated something that seems it might be worth investigation by law enforcement. And this is, again, the day of vengeance that I talked about earlier. You know, let's play a switch sides game. What? Let's play this game. Imagine if a conservative organization called for a day of violence. Even, you know, pro-Biden and the FBI would have been all over the group. If we decided as Christians we're going to have a day of violence, you know, against, you know, transgenders and we're going to do it in Washington, D.C. And we're going to, you know, go ahead and go after all of them, all the people we don't like. We're going after them with guns and we're going to, we're going to march in D.C. You know how quickly we'd be arrested? You know, it'd be just like January the 6th all over again. They would lock us up and put us away forever. You know, we wouldn't get out. We wouldn't be given bail, just like the people in January the 6th. But as we all know. You know, this won't happen because basically we're going to find out real quickly that, you know, we're not allowed to even say anything against what they're doing. And if we do, we're a, a racist, grandma hating, homophobic, transphobic, neo-Nazi, you know, skinhead, you know, lowlife Nazi. That's what they're going to tell us if we say, well, we don't agree with you guys wanting to shoot straight people. OK, well, well you're a, you're a grandma killer. Why am I a grandma killer? I don't want you to shoot anybody. Oh, you know what you are. You're a bigot. Okay, so I'm bi- I'm diametrically opposed to your lifestyle choices and, you know, and, and grooming of young children. That makes me a bigot. Okay, I'll, I'll hold that one. I got that one. I, I'll, I'll agree with that. I'm bigoted against that. I got that. But I'm not racist at all. I could care less about that. I could care less what person's racist. You know, we're all created in God's image, and we're all from the same Adam and Eve you know, stock. I mean, so why in the world are we trying to force racism on us when we're not racist? But why do I have to force your – why do you have to force your ideology on me, and you tell me if I don't agree with you, I'm a bigot? I don't like that because if you put a bigger title on me, okay, I am bigoted towards you know people that want to you know sexually groom young children. I am. So if you want to put that one on me, I'll, I'll live with that one. I got that one. But I'm not going to let you sit there and call me racist because I'm not. And, and this is the problem that we run into constantly when we have these people out there that are doing what they're doing and, and taking control of everything. I mean it, it really – it's sad to me this is going on. But guys, you listen to me, and this is important. You keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, for he is the author, he is the finisher, and he is the perfecter of our faith. And without Christ, we can't do anything. But with Christ, we can do everything. Always remember that, guys. And we got to stand in this gap because, guys, listen to me. You know, if God be for you, who can be against you? If the same power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, no wonder they're so scared of you because you got authority over these fallen demons and these angels and all the rest of this stuff, and they know that. They're scared of you because you're in covenant with God Almighty. That means everything he's done and everything he has is yours also, and he's willing to do anything for you. Ask whatever thou wilt in my name, and it will be given unto you, and they know that. 
And that's why they're scared of Christians. That's why they're scared of Jesus. That's why they're not allowed to use the name of Jesus in Masonic lodges because they know the power that he has. Very, very important. You stay with him. You stay with God. You stay with Jesus. For he is your salvation. He is the author. He is the finisher. He's the perfecter of your faith. I love you guys. Also, go ahead and finish it up. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for that, bud. And there's one thing I was getting back to with that was saying earlier. I've also seen this happen here. What's going on with the infrastructure, you know, is what we saw this this train derailment with all this corn syrup and ethanol that he was talking about earlier up in Minnesota. These things are starting to occur at a rapid pace, I and mean, we've covered them. I mean, you're starting to see train derailments pretty much on a weekly basis now, and they're not just, oh, one came off the track in the yard. These things are severe, and this is what happens when you start continually encouraging kids and younger adults that are coming up in the world to simply – you don't have to work to do anything. You know, I, remember I was watching a video once, and they were – interviewing this kid and he had, he had some big social media platform and he goes yeah i decided that like my main goal in life is i just wanted to hang out with hot girls and video tiktok videos all day make tiktok videos literally what he said and he was being moderately successful what what he was doing with social media was, i don't i don't have to work i just make tiktok videos all day and so what we've seen now is we've seen this younger generation which most of them can't be that successful in social media because they're not even using their brains anymore for much of anything then they see some of these creative individuals with youtube and they go oh, that's what i want to do now i don't want to go to school i don't want to finish high school i want to make youtube videos make tiktok videos and just look like an idiot online well the problem is after a while when the younger society and younger generation doesn't do anything but consume and make videos of doing nothing, you start running into an issue where somebody's got to start making sure that things get built, that things get you know, maintained. And this is a concept that eludes the younger generations. We've also seen, too, the concept of money, especially in Gen Z. To where they think that there's no consequences to anything. They just, oh, we're going to finance this. We're going to buy this, pay this later. We're going to student loan this. We're going to finance this. Doesn't matter. We're just going to buy whatever we want. And there was kids that were buying, you know, these NFT digital NFTs for the metaverse. I remember the the so much money in the market during COVID, like seventy five thousand dollars for a digital painting of a monkey NFT for the metaverse. I mean, just stupid stuff. There's asinine things. It's because. The concept of reality is starting to elude the younger generation. The line of reality and fantasy is becoming very blurred. This is what's happening now with the school system, what they're doing with the younger children, with the transgender agenda, like Dad was just talking about. They're blurring the line. So there's really no definitive line on anything anymore. There isn't this reality. There isn't a hard line. Then there's fantasy. Everything's being blended. You want to pretend you're a walrus today that goes by, you know, Z, Zim, and Zer? Well, that's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll go along with that fantasy of yours now. We'll go along with that idea that doesn't make any sense to anybody else, but we'll just play along with it. We'll all play along with it like we're all two, three, four-year-olds in magic, you know, magic world. But the problem is – these kids are getting older, and all of a sudden when somebody says, no, bro, nobody cares about your identifying pronouns because this is the real world, and the real world's very mean and very violent, and nobody cares about that here. <gasps> How dare you? You can't say that to me. You have to care about my feelings. You have to care about my pronouns. You have to care about everything that I say even more than you care about yourself because I'm more important than you. That's the mindset that they're instilling, and so what you're having now is this whole group that now have found this identity, so to speak, 
and they become somehow – they think they become how somehow important and more important than everyone else by identifying with this tranny agenda. And you have these individuals that really had nothing going on. A lot of them had a lot of mental disorders or a lot of issues. Bless their hearts. They needed help. And so now they found this group that has now found this massive base in the country. It's not massive. It's really not that big at all. They've made it much, much bigger and overbloated than it actually really is. But now they feel like, oh, well, if I join this group, I'm going to be popular. This is the cool thing to do. This is the trendy thing to do now. And now you're seeing what's going on with it. Then, like Dad said earlier, do you imagine if we started having really hardcore Christian conservative groups start calling for a day of violence and start saying, oh, we're going to go around and start shooting anyone that we don't agree with? I mean, who says stuff like that? This, this, that does not bode well for any type of civilized society. That only bodes well for the people that are really accurate at defending themselves because at the end of the day, they're the only ones that are going to be standing. This concept that we're going to go around and turn into this civil war, well, that's what the global banker boys want, right? I mean war is profit to them. They make money off every single facet of it, and this is why you're continually seeing this massive, massive, massive ludicrous push for Ukraine. It, it, it's so far-fetched now, though. However, it has gone on so long, and so many countries in Europe now have been draining resources, draining munitions, draining cash into Ukraine, and somehow Ukraine can't figure out how to get its head out of the sand. It just suddenly can't get anything done over there. We need more tanks, more rockets, more munitions, more Patriot system. We need more, 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 more. So this is Zelensky said the other day. We need more. We're not going to be able to win if we don't get more, more, more. I'm like, where's all this going? U.S. has already funneled over, what, $120 billion now plus? Europe's pushing that as well. I mean, what if you just push a trillion dollars into Ukraine? Suddenly they go, oh, by the way, we couldn't do anything with all this. We don't know what happened. We already know where most of the money's going. It's going into all the oligarchs over there and all the other banker boys. They're spreading around to their areas. It's just more money laundering. The banks are fantastic at doing that. And it's more weapon laundering, weapon trafficking. The weapon trafficking through Ukraine from the contractors I know and the guys that are still in the industry, they said it is insane right now. They said it is a cash cow in Ukraine. Everybody's trying to send weapons over there. And when they get to Ukraine, nobody cares about the weapons over there. It's only about 30% of the weapons are actually being accounted for in Ukraine. I can't figure out where anything else is going. Some platforms are showing up. Pallets are showing up. But where did this go? I don't know. Dude, that was 2,500 frag grenades. Where did they go? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, somebody signed for them. You know where they went? I don't know. I don't know. We'll find Whoa. All right. Well, listen, it doesn't really matter. Just get on the phone with DOD and the Pentagon and tell them we need a couple more pallets of frag grenades since we can't figure out where all these other ones went. Just tell them we need more. That's literally what is happening over there right now, and you already know where the weapons are going. I've already explained it to you. They run them through the Black Sea and through Istanbul, through Turkey, and they run them down to Africa. That's where they're funneling all these weapons now because Africa needs more munitions to continue the civil war fighting down there so they can keep it destabilized. Yet nobody wants to talk about this. However, I saw a tweet, a Twitter video that came out now that somebody recorded basically privately in the Austria parliament. Now, this was a really interesting video. I want you guys to watch. It's only like a minute long. And it says here in the comment, it says the tide is turning against Zelensky. When they basically put Zelensky up on the monitor for him to address the Austrian parliament, uh, a huge number, like half of the parliament, put these signs up, which basically either say play, play, this is a place for peace or a place for neutrality. I'm not sure the reference to that, what they do. Is I'm, not, I'm not apprised of what they do in the Austrian parliament, but they stood up, turned their backs on him, and walked out of parliament. 
walked out. Like, like half, half of the PMs walked out. And all these comments have been talking about it now. It's already, I mean, it just, it just got, it just got posted up like early this morning. And everybody's talking about it now. And apparently in Europe, a lot of these countries, Austria, and uh, and basically a bunch of other ones I've talked about before, they uh, they've had enough of this. They're like, this is this is stupid. I mean, what what do we just keep funneling money, funneling money and weapons to Ukraine just indefinitely? Just indefinitely. We just, every, every time Ukraine says we want more, we jump. How high? How high do you want us to jump Ukraine? You want us to dunk a basketball? You want us to kick a soccer ball? You want us to bounce a beach ball on our nose? What do you want us to do now, Ukraine? It's like Simon says with them. And this European parliaments now have had enough because they realized and everybody that is in any type of military background or has any connections in the industry knows exactly what is happening over there. Anybody you talk to that is awake, then you'll get some of the real idiot ones who go, no, you don't understand. If we don't keep supporting Ukraine, Russia's going to take over Ukraine. And then where do you think Russia's going to go next? They're going to attack the United States. I'm like, what? What do you I'm like? Where do you come up with this stupid ideology? I'm like, Ukraine and Russia have been in a conflict over borders since 2014. Suddenly, hasn't Russia hadn't come over here and dropped nukes? There is no benefit to have nuclear exchange with the U.S. and Russia for anyone. Period. They don't want to knock out the infrastructure. They don't want to knock out the internet that they keep people completely and totally dumbed down with. They want everybody to keep following and consenting through silence. That's exactly what they've been doing with the media, like Dad just said. I think one of the reasons why Tucker Carlson is pretty much the only thing on Fox that is fairly accurate most of the time is they want to have that diametrically opposed you know, conversation that Tucker Carlson is putting truth out there. We know almost every other platform and most of Fox is putting out misinformation or disinformation, but they have to have this, this – essentially this consent through silence. Okay, we're telling you what's happening. And you haven't done anything about it, so we're going to take your silence as consent. Or they simply say, well, we're telling you you need to do this. Just sign right here. Don't read anything about the side effects on the shot. Don't ask anything about it. You already know because we've told you. This is why I think the information got released with Pfizer. They, they want to let everybody know. Okay, we're going to start dumping 55,000 pages a month. You know how many people I've talked to don't even know that happened? Literally hundreds and hundreds of thousands of pages from the Pfizer COVID trials, COVID vaccine trials, COVID shot trials, I should call it. I've talked to people who don't even know, have no idea that even happened. What do you mean? I thought Pfizer said it was safe. Pfizer said it was safe. The, the pharmaceutical company that has had more lawsuits and paid out more as far as the settlements than any other pharmaceutical company in the world, they're the ones that said it was safe and effective and you need to get the shot. They were directly with the DOD and DARPA to roll this thing out. Yeah, that, that's the one that said it was safe. Oh, I didn't even know that. That's why I've encouraged so many people and so many of our listeners have done this is getting the truth out there and constantly getting even just a little bit of time. And that's why we're starting to see the tide turn a lot. There's a big change in the mindset of a lot of people. I've told you COVID changed so many people's outlook on things. It's, it was actually encouraging to, for the most part for that aspect because people finally looked at stuff and they went – Nothing is what it seems. Nothing is what we're being told. Why is this happening? Why are we saying that this is okay? Over in Europe right now, a lot of people don't even know about this in the EU, the United Nations now is discussing a full criminalization of the use of physical cash over 10,000 euros in a new anti-money laundering laws. The MEP has warned Dr. Gunnar Becker, representative 
for the alternative for German parties where the EU appears to be pushing for the criminalization of the use of physical cash with its new anti-money laundering laws. They said they've been pondering an upper legal limit on the value of cash transactions to 7,000 euros, meaning if you go somewhere with 7,500 euros to buy something, like you want to go buy a jet ski or a truck or a motorcycle, uh, all of a sudden you get flagged. If someone turns you in, oh, you gave me 7,500 euros. Oh, he's, he's trafficking. He's, he's money, money laundering. Yeah, go and throw him in prison. Take everything he owns. Asset forfeiture. Why? Well, because he used that much money. Not, not that you've been convicted of a crime. Not that you're involved in nefarious black market dealings. Not because you were trafficking weapons to, out of Ukraine and send them to Africa. Because you simply used more currency than you were allowed to use. That's what everybody just get through the head. That's literally what they're saying here. If you get caught using more currency than they deem allowable, you go to jail. This is how far-fetched they have become now here over in Europe. The only way you can control the populace is you have to be able to control the finances and then control the food, period. That's how you do it. You control the finances. You control what people spend. You control how they get their money. You control how many taxes. control that aspect, and then you simply drop the food supply, and then you start giving people their permission slips and their, their food vouchers. And they're, you know, oh, we're, here's, here's your here's your little extra food voucher here for this. You get a little MRE. You get to eat more food because you've been good. You've been a good peasant this week. We'll give you actually two more vouchers if you do this. We'll give you incentives. Hey, we'll give you a cheeseburger if you go and get the experimental RNA shot. Remember all that? Remember they're doing in New York? Oh, we're going to give you a free Big Mac. So let me get this straight. We're dealing with an upper respiratory virus because people's immune systems are compromised. Majority of them, which are obese that are mainly having the health problems. And so you're going to encourage people to go get an experimental RNA injection by giving them junk food as a reward. You can't make up how stupid some of this stuff is, and that's exactly where this is headed. So the very people that are telling you we're doing this for your protection are now telling you we're going to restrict how much money you can use in Europe because, well, it's for your safety and protection because you know we want to make sure we stop money laundering. I hate to tell them money laundering, guys, don't run around and do 10,000 euro transactions they're doing millions of euro transactions. So a 10,000 euro transaction is absolutely meaningless. These guys are already laundering money. Duh. It's like coming in and saying, we're going to put a law on the books that is going to make it more illegal to go and kill someone. Well, it's, it's already first degree murder to go kill someone. Well, we're going to make it more illegal. Let's, most places get the death penalty. No, 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 no. We understand. If now if you even get caught with a gun, you're going to get first degree murder. So let me get this straight. So even if I just get caught with a gun that's legal, now you're going to tell me it's first-degree murder for simply owning a firearm? Well, yeah, that'll stop the criminals from doing bad things. Really? Really the concept you want to do? We're going to criminalize the entire country of law-abiding citizens because criminals that don't follow the law still don't follow the law? Yes, that's the ludicrous mindset that they're doing because they know the only way to control the populace is, again, is through food and money and essentially disarming them. So I told you guys before, it's ironic now. I watch more videos of this this shooting, this horrific shooting with this tranny girl. And, uh, you know, she's got like another rifle slung on her. She never shoots the whole time. Because I thought she, they talked about the AR-15 with the pistol brace on it because they had showed photos of it with a the pistol. There's also a Keltec, Keltec sub, which basically it's a foldable 9mm, which is what she used the entire time. She actually never used the AR from what I'm reading now. But yet she somehow had this... AR-15 slung on her person with a pistol brace on it for whatever reason. I guess it's a backup. But yeah, she started with a 9mm and was killed with a 9mm. 
Well, law enforcement was in the building. Why didn't she engage him with a 5.56? That's a much more effective round than 9mm. She had it on her person, allegedly slung on her. Almost like the AR-15 with a pistol brace was simply a picture, a photo op, to have it on her so they could say, oh, we've got an AR-15 assault weapon. No, it was a Kel-Tec foldable 9mm now that she was allegedly using. But yet suddenly we're bringing up this AR-15 pistol brace topic, and suddenly it's happening right when ATF is pushing this pistol brace to make millions of Americans felons because of a simple stock, a plastic piece that ATF has ruled for over a decade was legal. This, again, goes back exactly what I'm talking about in Europe with the restrictions on cash. It's not that you committed a crime. It's not that you went out and robbed somebody. It's not that you committed murder with a firearm. Oh, now we're simply saying that that firearm now – because of the plastic piece on the back that we said is legal, we're now saying it's not legal. And because you have it on there, you're now a felon if you get caught with it. This is the act of a tyrannical, out-of-control government that is losing its grip on reality and losing its control. The only reason you have a group of individuals to start acting this bizarre and nefarious is because they know their time is short because the population is starting to wake up. Remember, I always ask you, for there to be an actual crime – There has to be a victim, correct? For it to be a crime, there has to be a victim. There's no victim. There is no crime. You can't say, I spent $7,500 buying a jet ski, but now I'm going to jail because I spent $75 instead of $7. Who's the victim? The guy that got the money is not the victim. He was paid in cash for the product that I purchased from him. The government's not the victim because it was still legal currency. It was just more than they deemed it. There is no victim. They're inventing an imaginary victim to charge you with a crime that's an imaginary crime. Neither one of them exists. This goes back to the, what I said a minute ago with blurring the lines of reality and fantasy. If you can take the mind of the human body and you can confuse it about what is real and what is fake – And you can blur those two together to where there is no reality. There is no fantasy. Everything is this hodgepodge mush of just fakery propaganda. You can start coming up with anything you want and saying it's real. Saying because somebody has a plastic piece on their gun that has been not an issue, that is not a firearm, that is not a problem, now makes them a felon if they have it in their possession. Without a victim, there is no alleged crime. It's all made up. It's fake. The same thing with money. The same thing we're seeing with trannies now. Somebody now says, I'm now a walrus. I'm now Zizir and Zim. That's fantasy. But now we're saying this is reality. Little Joey wants to be Susie now, so we're going to allow him to be Susie, and we're going to dig into his fantasy and allow this to be reality. Understand what I'm saying, folks. There has to be lines drawn. There has to be a definitive line, and that is what the Bible has been there from the beginning. Jesus talks about it repeatedly when he was here, about how people are going to go father against son, son against father, mother against daughter. People are going to start going at one another for no reason whatsoever, out of confusion, out of chaos. The way to bring in chaos is to bring in confusion. The way to bring in confusion is to blur the lines of reality and dissolve them because then there is no hard line. It's only confusion. I don't know what bathroom I'm supposed to go to. Am I a dude? Am I a girl? Am I a walrus? I don't really know. I'm so confused right now, but I just need to go to the bathroom. So what do I do? I don't know. There's a kitty litter box now that are putting in bathrooms. I'll use that. That's not normal, guys. That's not reality. That's not natural. That's pure perversion of reality of what they're trying to do. So continue to get the truth out there. Continue to stand up for what you truly know to be right. 
even if it's not popular, even if it's not cool, doesn't matter. Talk about it. Bring it up. Because there is a real reality. There is a real God Almighty, and Jesus Christ is his son, and he was here for a reason, to give us guidelines, to give us direction so we don't have to be confused. Please understand that because the confusion in the propaganda right now is spreading like a wildfire. What I have seen in some of these comments with Christians, the trannies, back and forth about comments about violence and comments about fighting this. and co- Guys, look at what they're doing to everyone. They're intentionally stirring this up. You've got these now this transgender youth they're now saying in this study are the highest risk for violent radicalization. Why? Because they have no basis. They have no line. They have no conviction. They're confused. Confusion, chaos, complete and total destruction of reality. Reality. That's where they're going with this. So thank you, my friends, for getting the truth out there. Thank you for standing up. If you need anything, you can call our phone number. We're real. We're here. I'm not in another country. You can get a reality phone number, 1-800-726-1834, and someone will pick up on the phone. It won't be AI. It won't be a chat bot. It won't send you somewhere else. You'll get on the phone with us. Now, it may take a minute sometimes if we have other customers, but thank you for your patience. Thank you for your support. Healthmasters.com. Be sure to check out the product of the week. HGH Stimulate on sale, incredibly good product. I'm going to run it here in a little bit before I go to the gym. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again on this show tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.